It is the hottest day I've remembered hot. since I moved here to Los Angeles. Yeah, it's hot. We're in the stuffy studio. It's actually not too bad. In we here. have the air on. Yeah, but it's it's 109 outside. It's 109 so. degrees outside, so this could be the roughest one. Guys, for you out there, this is for you. Yeah. And Brent's playing hurt today. Hey guys, you're the real MVP. You're the real MVP, dog. Brent's injured. Yeah. Injured, it's hot. I'll put pictures of my injured finger on our Facebook page. I'm still angry about it. I'll, I'll put it on our Facebook for the, for, the, for the show. We don't have to. You don't have to look at it if you don't They're want to. They're horrifying. It's not safe. NS, NSFL. Not, not, not safe, safe for, for life. For life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it looks, like, uh, it looks like somebody sawed off my finger and then reattached it and then also put Wolverine prongs in my finger. It's pretty horrifying. Yeah. And you got that playing softball. I did. And, you know, I played two more weeks with it. I played two games with that injury, right? And what were your stats? Uh, I hit a triple A lot of triples. Week, and then I hit a home run the next week. Just, maybe just I one. Should just, maybe I shouldn't get it fixed. Obviously, you're like the $6 million man. Broken finger, broken tendon, no problem. I'm into it. <laughs> but, uh, but you're still here today. I despite, am. Despite everything that went wrong for you. Oh, boy. I mean, at least, at least I can say this. At least it's not one of my teams. You know what I mean? Yes. It's not like the Royals or the Chiefs or Nebraska or, to a lesser extent, the Pacers. I do enjoy Steph Curry. I do like watching how that, game, that team plays. But, you know, we'll get into it more later. But their flaws showed up. We will get into it a little bit later on, uh, as I will be doing a lot of gloating, a lot of uh, you Although agreeing with me. You should be gloating because, you know, you did say that it was fixed. So there's... If it's yeah, preset. Then yeah, you know, I, and <laughs> and I was right. <laughs> hey, everybody, <laughs> you have made it back to the next episode of Raising Brent. Brent, and I'm Ray, and I'm Brent, and uh, yes, sir. The NBA Finals are now in the rearview mirror. The people of Ohio. Can we get to baseball? Can we get to baseball? Yeah, we can talk baseball today. Cool. I mean, we, we it's the only thing way you're going to get your heat back in this episode, That's right? As uh, Cleveland Cavaliers have won the NBA championship, unbelievable. Happy for the people of Cleveland, but not happy for LeBron. Can I say that? Yes. Okay. LeBron James is the worst. And this was a, a, a championship six years in the making. Literally, the NBA is trying to have been making this for six years now. It didn't take not one, not two, not three, not four, not five. Six years in the making. Six years in the making. Thank you very much. And three number one overall picks. LeBron coming back to Cleveland. Yeah. We'll talk about it at depth. Uh, congratulations, though, to you, to me, <laughs> for getting it right at the start. Everything I said came true, but again, we'll talk about that. We're Boy, gonna... you were backtracking in the middle, though. Well, shouldn't I have been? Yeah. But yeah. I did say I still think Cleveland's going to win. Mm-hmm. I didn't come off it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> On air, sure. Uh, they, thank you. On air is always, that's the only measure of record, sir. How dare you? In fact, I'm going to say you're lying right now just because I can. That's on air. That's on record. Okay. Well, I'll say uh, you're lying. Ooh. <laughs> We're gonna be talking about preacher. We got some. Uh, yeah, we got caught up by we preacher, got our Brent. Preacher double feature. Preacher double feature. Creature. We got Game of Thrones. Mm. Game of Thrones. I Game should of say. Prawns. Game mm. of Thrones. Game of He doesn't like shrimp, as we mentioned, but he he loves Game of Thrones. Well, it's uh, you know, as as preacher told me, uh, God doesn't want me to eat shrimp, and so therefore I will not eat your prawns. Yeah, no scrimps. No scrimps for this guy. I'm a man of faith. Faith, the faith, the faith. And we're going to be talking about those two shows. A big episode of Game of Thrones, actually. Uh, yeah. Preacher, Preacher, not as big an episode, but, you know, we'll... 
Hey, Ray. We'll get through it. Are you are excited about Game of Thrones? So much that I left a Stannis in my pants. Wow. Because... <laughs> uh, and we will talk a little bit about Major League Baseball, but first got to get right to NBA Finals after three seconds of... Nine Inch Nails. The NBA Finals is now complete, and just like I said here, Brent, the Cleveland Cavaliers are your world champions, just like I knew it from day one, every minute along the way. Sure. <laughs> and great champions they are. The LeBrons of the world, he finally gets that elusive really, third title. I'm really, look, you won, but I can't believe you're supporting it because you hate Ohio so much, and you talk, and you hate Cleveland I do, so much. And I do, but I, you know what I like more than all of that, Brent? Winning? Winning over you. Okay, but yeah, but you can win it's over. It's the only way I can, you can get win over, out of this. You can win over me, but still not, you know, laud uh, LeBron. You know? Um, here's the deal. Uh, this was a bought and paid for series. I said it when I said, what did I say before the series? I mm-hmm. said, the NBA really, really, really wants Cleveland to get this victory. They want to be the only I professional think, organization in Cleveland in most of these people's lifetimes to have a championship. Steph Curry only had like 10 fouls in the whole NBA playoffs. Correct. And then had 10 fouls in the last two games. Come that on. is also correct. Also could mention that the fact that the uh, the Warriors had all of six free throws through the first three quarters mm-hmm. of Game 7. Yeah. Uh, to mention that Steph Curry had three fouls in that time. Draymond Green, uh, uh, who was playing out of his mind, but oh, also man. he was getting in trouble. Yeah. It's just, it was silly, it was rigged, and to quote Benny from Fallout New Vegas, you didn't know it, but the game was rigged from the start. rigged from the start. Benny from the casino. Benny from the Tops Casino. Yeah. So, uh, net result, I mean, we have fine champions. Tyron Lue, your boy. Tyron Lue. Yeah. Obviously, the David Blatt firing was the right answer because it was clearly his coaching that really made the difference down the stretch. But they did play differently with a different coach. I'm not saying that it was all David Blatt, but... I mean, one of them won the title. One of them was more willing to make adjustments and actually stand up to the players a little bit more, you know? David Blatt. <laughs> no. <laughs> was it Tyron Lue? Sure it was. Oh, my goodness. Handpicked by LeBron. You think he was telling him what to do? He was like, LeBron, what should I tell him to do? Look, LeBron's all about business, though. You know what I mean? I will say that about him. Now, here's my big question. Does he skip town now? He's done what he came to I do. I was kind of trolling the Cleveland fans of the bar last night. I was like, oh, cool. Now LeBron can leave uh, next year. Now he could finally get <laughs> out of town. Now he doesn't have to stay. <laughs> he doesn't feel obligated anymore. I mean, good for him. Good for them. I mean, the cool thing is about the fact that Cleveland uh, and Ohioans, you know I can't stand them. Can't stand their sports fandom. But the cool thing about it is I know that basketball is the sport they absolutely care the least about. So while they are excited and they are happy... It doesn't really deep down mean anything. If the Indians won or the Browns, God willing, won the Super Bowl, right. that would be so much more. Yeah. That would be so much more. But the Cleveland winning is sort of like a nice little thing. Mm-hmm. It's a bit like having your arena football team take it. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody in Cleveland really cares that much. Right. But we have to get to the nitty gritty here. So I believe, based on from a couple <laughs> episodes ago, you yeah. have something you would like to tell the people at home and maybe share with your friends on Facebook. I do. I do, Ray. Thank you. Can I start? Please do. <clears throat> Football's important to me, and I must stand by my convictions and get something off my chest that's just been bothering me for a long time now. Oh, go for it. Back in 1997, one of the most gigantic miscarriages of justice this country has ever seen was allowed to happen, what? and I, I won't stand for it any longer. Oh, my gosh. 
the greatest team of all time, the 1997 Michigan Wolverines. Pretty great team. Were the real national champions that year. And the Nebraska Cornets were frauds. It's finally time I just get real and just admit it. Wow. I cannot live a lie anymore. Therefore, I officially rescind my fandom of the Nebraska fraud Huskers. Oh, my gosh. And we'll be cheering for the real power of the Big Ten. Wow. The greatest team with the smartest coach, Michigan. That is, that is something. I'm sorry if this is disappointing to some of you, but I can't fake it anymore. End statement. Wow, that's a, that's a very powerful statement, Brent. Thank you. I got a little, got a little worked up halfway got a through. Emotion, emotional there. <clears throat> Can't grab me a tissue. Grab How a, come? Can you grab me a tissue over there. Yeah, no, no, no problem. Thank you. Thought there'd be really <laughs> tissues over there. That's very exciting. Uh, how come the only bets I can ever beat you in are statement bets? <laughs> I don't know, but... I've had to wear the jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had to change uh, my profile picture, yeah. my cover photo on Facebook. Um, You've worn a Royals jersey. You've I've worn a Husker jersey. I've had to eat a Buckeye. You've worn a Chiefs jersey. You had to eat a Buckeye. Well, that I just tricked you into eating. That was also true, yes. Yeah. But I still did it. You did. Um, Buckeyes are delicious. Although I still say Buckeyes would... Deli- Look, Buckeyes are like some kind of nut, right? Supposedly, yes. Poisonous. <laughs> But, a poisonous so, nut. Didn't you, wouldn't you think that, that like, no purpose. The, the Buckeye would at least have a nut inside of it, like you an almond think. or something? Because no, it would taste just, better that way. It's a chocolate stuffed with peanut butter. And with a nut in it, that would make it even better. If you put in like an almond in there, yeah. probably something good. Macadamia, maybe? Macadamia nut. A peanut, even though a peanut is not actually nut. a nut, it's a legume. There you go. But no. Hmm. People in Ohio, man, up your snacks game. Up your snacks. Up your snacks game, Ohio. Step your snacks up. So um, what were your thoughts on the NBA Finals? Like, what did you see? I mean, w- tell me I'm wrong, first off. Tell me I'm wrong that this no, whole thing I wasn't can't, rigged. I can't say it. I can't say that it was true, but I also can't say that it wasn't true. You know? There were plenty okay. of things going on. Golden State didn't play very well. But, you know, they they had the game when Draymond got suspended well, that was something, when huh? he didn't get suspended in the other series, kind of for the same thing. Well, for a worse thing, actually. Yes, it was. Uh, and then Do you Steph buy the Curry, whole, uh, uh, it was because of the, uh, the the pattern of behavior, that's why he got suddenly suspended I, for I, the crucial game I of the finals? I get that's why they said that, but <laughs> I believe yes. they really wanted a game seven. And then game seven, you know. It was close. The game was game. up for grabs. Like I think it went from like five minutes or four and a half minutes down to one minute with no one making a shot. And anyone making a shot during that time, it seems like... Would have won. Would kind of put the game away, and it happened to be Kyrie Irving. Hit the three-pointer, and then mm-hmm. once LeBron and LeBron went up for two free throws at the end with like a few seconds to go. And he missed that first one. And he one. missed the first one. Were you thinking <laughs> what I was thinking? Like, oh, here it goes. Yep, miss but three. Then he hits, but then he hits the second one. Yep. There was it. also a time earlier when LeBron took a shot, and then they, they uh, uh, Joey Crawford. What are the odds Joey Crawford be working mm. Game 7 of the NBA Finals? Yeah. So weird how that yeah. works out. And there was time LeBron took a shot, got fouled, and Joey Crawford ran over. And it was uh, very sketchy whether it was a two- or three-point play. And as soon as I heard it on the radio that Joey Crawford was checking the replay, I'm like, oh. It's a three. It's a three. There's no – I don't even need to see it to know Joey. And then Joey Crawford comes out, and oh, it's a three. Oh, what a shock. It's a three-pointer. I'm like, oh, yeah, what a shock. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, so, what did you see in the game? Because I had to listen um, to it on the radio. I was working. I saw that both teams were uh, – they were tense. You know, there was oh, a sure. lot of bricks being thrown up in that game. What happened? Because I remember when I said before, uh, uh, Golden State, if it's st- if they the streakiness stops, mm-hmm. they're gonna be in trouble. And w- at the crucial point in the fourth quarter, the streakiness stopped, 
and that was it. Well, they just couldn't hit a shot. They were throwing up bricks, and the same with Cleveland. They were doing the same thing. But they were taking wide open shots too. Shots I know. they, they normally make wide like... open shots. That's what I'm saying. They were they were both kind of they were both tense. You get a little, you know, clench, start clenching the buttocks, Ray. You get five minutes to go in a yeah. tie game in game seven of the NBA Finals. Yeah. And hit, as a Pistons fan who remembers 2005, I know exactly what that's right. like. Because we had a one-point lead with five minutes to go in game seven against the Spurs and then just got beat. It also kind of felt like both teams had to take outside shots because if they drove inside, they weren't calling anything down low, you know. Getting so, mugged down there. Yeah, getting mugged, no calls. Well, they were definitely not calling anything in favor of Golden State down low. No. No, LeBron no. drives through the hole. He gets fouled every time. Yeah. Let's just keep it real right yeah. now. So, you know, good for Cleveland. I don't like LeBron. Are we going to burn a LeBron jersey in effigy? No, that, we'll wait for the Cleveland fans to do that in two years when he leaves again. Oh, they'll never do that. He's Now that he's won a championship in Cleveland, he mm. could literally, he could have actually left the building. No, now, that, now you'll hear them saying, like, this was his plan the whole time. And he, like, we didn't realize how much we missed him until he left. Yeah, you know that was his plan. Yes, thank you, Puppet Master LeBron. <laughs> I'm sure that's great. LeBron could have left the stadium after Game Seven with a machete and just attacked people in the parking lot. Mm. No charges filed. That's right. <laughs> he is he is the man in Cleveland forever now. It's I mean it was, it was they like they were happy for him that he won those championships in Miami, but to come back home and win one there, I can't wait till he does it with the Knicks in two years. <laughs> Am I, I just wrong? can't believe guys like J.R. Smith and Matthew Deladova and uh, Deladova, ladies Kevin and gentlemen, Love, Kevin Love are champions now. You know, uh, Kevin Love, great champion. Did you see the Onion article that said uh, 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 sheepish Cavaliers teammates yeah. won't tell Kevin Love where the after party uh, is? So told him there there aren't any. Oh, there aren't any after, uh, after parties, uh, after game parties. Yeah, it's pretty fantastic. So anyway, uh, uh, hail to the frauds. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, hail to the anointed one. Do they call him the anointed one? Isn't that what they call LeBron? Yeah. Well, maybe, King James. Maybe more apt than usual this time. Yeah, sure. Just saying. All right, we'll anyway, be right. Yeah. on to baseball season. Let's do it. Let's talk about baseball. After three seconds of Tracy Chapman. Give me one reason to stay here. Turn right back around. Give me one reason to stay here. And if you want to know why I did not take your bet in a four-game series between the Tigers and Royals, even after game one where we won 10-3, to those next two games were, we'll just call them, a tragedy. (laughs) The fourth game is the one that actually hurt, though, because that's the one we had every opportunity to win it and then just... As soon as we go yeah, to extra innings. You had Jordan Zimmerman yeah. and his great ERA against Chris Young and his 6-5 ERA. I mean, you got to take advantage of that situation. As soon as a game between our two teams goes to extra innings with those bullpens, I already know it's not looking you good for us. you got about a 20% chance of winning. It's not yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, if we're at home, maybe we can sneak a home run by Miggy or V-Mart or something, but that's about it right there. But, Brent, you get your heat back with this. The Royals are now almost in first place. Half game back of... Cleveland. The Cleveland. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, you know what? Now that the Cavs have won. Now they can go in the tank. They got next. Now they can go in the tank. Right? All Cleveland sports win. The yep. ch- Browns. They're all winners. Browns. Browns. Gun- Time to put that. Guys, smart money's on Cleveland Browns now. <laughs> I'm going to Vegas right after we finish recording to put a futures bet on the Browns to win the Super Bowl. Thank you. With that roster and that coach, how do they ever possibly get denied? Hey, well, they'll be better. They don't have Johnny Manziel. Hoyo. Johnny Manziel. Well, I wonder if Johnny Manziel was there at Game 7. Dude, you know that that Game 3 of the Royals-Tigers game was... You know what game is bad 
when you turn on the game and, and one of the guys has a position player pitching. Andrew Romine pitching for Detroit. It was not good. And you know what? He actually got out of a bases loaded. It was 16 to 5. It could have been 20 to 5, dude. When you when you texted me cuz I wasn't actually paying attention. I was working during that game. It was pretty busy. But uh you texted me and you're just like, "I know it's bad news when a position player I'm like, in my head I went, "Did you guys seriously put 15 on us cuz that's about that what it would take." That was also the game when you were up 2 to nothing in the first inning. One nothing. No, it was two nothing. Oh, was it two nothing? Two nothing, and you posted on your Facebook first blood, GG. first blood, and then you put that thing that automatically updates the score. Yeah, so it was two nothing, and then when I turned it over, it was fifteen to five. It was pretty was rough, like, and I was like, "Hey, Ray, thanks for posting about this blowout." <laughs> hey, you know what? I like to jinx my team sometimes. Apparently, you do. Uh, I jinx the Lions every single week. Every single time I would post during a Lions game, the Joyke store called, and they're running out of you. Invariably, we would lose that game. Yeah, Joyke Bell scores a late touchdown to in quote put it away. And then we blow it in the fourth quarter with two minutes to go. Okay, so the Tigers have fallen a little bit, four and a half backs. Not a, you know, I mean, not, still well in the range. Crazy, crazy out of out of range. I would but, have liked to have taken that fourth game and only been three and a half. But how? What do you think about this? I mean, can Detroit win without doing something about their bullpen? No. Uh, now, last year we were in a similar position. We were mm. right middling around five hundred. And it was like, what are we going to do? Are we going to make some moves to win, or are we going to take make some moves to come back next year? And last year, we got rid of Yoannis Cespedes to the almost champion New York Mets, mm-hmm. uh, which was a great trade for the Mets. We traded away David Price to the Blue Jays. Hey, worked out really well for the Blue Jays. Uh, this year, I have to think we're going to go for it. I can't believe we would tank it two years in a row. I mean, after the Tigers made those moves... They sank all the way to last place in the division. But it seems like what happens is you guys need some bullpen help, and you're like, oh, uh, Heath Bell, he was good seven years ago. Can we can we find Heath Bell? This is the problem. They turn half the bullpen over every single is, season, and the, everyone they bring in is terrible. Is K-Rod o- is brutal. Is, is o- Octavio Dotel around? Is, Octavio is uh, Eric Gagne still there somewhere? Can we find that guy? You know what I mean? Like, you have K-Rod right now, who was, I think he won the World Series back in 2005, I Guys, believe? Troy Percival's a free agent. Oh, my we goodness. Got, yeah. we got to get on this. And you gave up on on uh, on Joaquin Soria last year because he didn't do well, but now he's doing really well for the Royals as, so, like, I a seventh even, inning guy. How do you not do well in our, in our stadium? Like, that's a pitcher-friendly ballpark. Uh, yeah, I know. And if you're pitching for Detroit, you don't ever have to face Detroit. No. So. You never have to face Miggy outside of BP. You'd think that'd be a good thing. Yeah. But uh, no, you give it up to the Royals, man, because after... after, It was crazy. You had one guy, I think it's Blaine Hardy is his name, right? He had a great... He was kind of your setup guy. He was having a great year. And, you know, they don't pitch that many innings in the closer, in the setup role. He pitched like 25 innings. Okay. But he had a 1.59 ERA coming into that that third Royals game. (laughs) And after a a bad inning, his ERA is up to 5.5. So he went... So he ruined his entire season... That's after like 70 games. In one game. In one game. In one game. One game went up to 5.5. But that just shows you where you're at right there. If you're going to pitch 70 innings over the course of an entire year or 80 innings or whatever these setup guys do, an inning every other game yeah. or so, like 80 innings is about right. And then the next guy, they said, well, we got this young guy, Lowe. He's going to be our closer of the future. Uh, it's already a blowout. Let's bring him in and let him feel good about himself. And the Royals put five more on him. <laughs> it's like... Romine, bring in Romine. Romine, bring in Romine. <laughs> bring in Conseco. Oh, is Conseco still a free agent? Oh, he is. Maybe we could bring him into pitch. He can pitch. probably throw a great splitter with his fingers now. Ah. <laughs> well, if we're going to go for that, let's just bring Jason Pierre-Paul in and see what he's got in the tank. <laughs> That's right. Yee. Yee. 
Yeah, yeah it's looking rough. I mean, the, the Tigers and are one also, of those teams. As soon as you start to rule out the Tigers, they go on like a five-game winning streak. As soon as you think they're starting to do good, they go on a three-game losing streak. The problem is you now are missing uh, J.D. Martinez. Yeah, he's injured for like a month. No, it's like two months, dude. I heard four to six weeks. but he broke his elbow. Yeah, but it, he's a real man. Okay. Yeah, come back too soon. How'd that work out for Miggy a couple years ago? Uh, not he well. He was just not healthy the whole year. You got to let him. You know, that's what we're doing with the Royals. I feel okay about too because we're missing Alex Gordon, we're missing Mike Kostakis, we're missing two of our starters, and we're half game back. But JD Martinez is a bit younger than Miggy was when he had that injury. He is going to okay. snap back a little bit faster. Yeah, you would hope. Yeah, you would hope. But you yeah, hope. I mean, you know, give it up. Give it up. And then to, yesterday, uh, you know, yeah. yesterday Miggy's error in the twelfth inning. That's what cost him. Jeez, he th- the pitcher threw over to first. I don't know if you saw it. I threw did. Over to first. It's like it went through his glove. It hit him right in the glove and then bounced through it. Yep. Just like he had a hole in the mitt. Yep. Boo! Thankfully, we get three against Seattle coming up here at home. Gosh. Get back, get some home cooking. Yeah. Bring in Seattle's Seattle's not that a, good, as long as yeah, you're a boy, King they're Felix. They're very streaky. They're a very streaky team. They'll score a million runs, and they'll score none for 10 games in a row. Well, let's get know? three of those 10 games right now. All right. 10 in a row. Where they score 10. That's it. So, so let's talk about our boy, James Shields, dude. Remember we were talking about Big him? game, James Shields. He is now, I saw this, he is now... The only, according to Elias, you know, sports. The big boys. Sports stats gathering, gathering service. Oh, yes. James Shields is the first pitcher Uh-oh. in Major League history. This isn't going to be good. To give up at least seven runs before three innings, four games in a row. Oh, my gosh. And still has a job. And one of those games is against the Tigers. And I said to you, I even wrote to you and I said, he is laboring. You know, he's got a player option for the next two years, I think. <laughs> I bet he takes it. I bet he does, too. He was late. I mean, like, I've never seen a guy have an effort the ball to home plate as hard as he was working against the Tigers when he was getting bombed. Yeah. And what was he hitting on the gun, Brent? Like 85. 90. Yeah. He barely scratched okay. 90 so, trying as hard as he could try. So, you know, we're not experts on the White Sox, but I pay attention to them quite a bit. And they're, they're in our division. You're mildly obsessed with them. Uh, what, happens, what happens first? Shields gets dropped or something? Something with Shields? Ventura gets fired, or the GM gets fired. Which one of those happens first? Because it seems like something has to happen. This team went from 12 games over 500 and having, I think, like a six, seven game lead in the division yes. to being five and a half games back but we and thought, three games under like a month later. We thought at the time when they were way up, though, that this was all smoke and mirrors. Still. We didn't think this was that good of a team. They were just that, overperforming. But, but now even Chris Sale's not pitching that well. Yeah, you know, I, Chris I, Sale and Quintana, Quintana. They're not a bad team, but I think they're playing about 500 as their level. Yeah. So the fact they're playing out of their minds means, statistically speaking, in baseball, okay, you're going to come back down to earth at some point. Fine. You're, t- you're 12 games over 500, though. Yes. And now to get three games under 500? You have to go 15 games. They're now 15 games under 500 in like the last month. They and a would half. have had to go like 5 and 20 or something like that. It's been 10 and I 25. It, yeah, I think it's, it's, that's about what it is. And GG. GG. Easy. You know, uh, James Shields needs to be cut. He's brutal. He can, I don't know. He's, he's got to be hurt, Quintana right? Quintana could be on the block, trade him to the Royals. Didn't they just trade for him, though? Who? James Shields. Yeah, they did. They traded for him, and, he came him for, and he's terrible. Yeah, they traded for a guy after he gave up 10 runs in uh, three innings. Don't. These guys have to take a physical for these trades or something. Thank like, you. couldn't somebody have seen? In theory, like well, White, White means- Sox fans think he's hurt. Wouldn't shouldn't you have figured that out before you traded yeah, for him? Yeah, before you traded for him. Thank you. It should have shown up on his. Uh, you know, you guys can't act like he came in a vacuum and they didn't. He didn't take a physical. No, 
they had a Fabio come in. Oh yeah, this is James Shields. Well, that looks like Fabio. No, it's James Shields. It's definitely just, Fabio. Just give him. Just give him. Oh, the... Hold on a sec, James. James. Yes. Can you? I can't believe it's not butter. Can you believe it's butter? I can't believe it's not butter. Okay. Well, that, this is clearly just Fabio. The, just give me the physical. <laughs> yeah. I'm just Shields. Was that, is that Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> yeah. Arnold. I can't believe it's not butter. I like the incredu- uh, incredulity of uh, 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 Fabio. When he, I just can't believe it's not butter. Yeah. He's just shocked. He really, honestly, I believe it. He can't believe it's not butter. Yeah. I believe he says, I can't believe it's not butter. And then he goes, what's butter? <laughs> <laughs> what is this butter? I don't even know a butter. Well, We're getting off track. We are? Yeah. So let's talk That's about. never happened before. Nope. Let's talk about Preacher and Game of Thrones. What do you think? Okay. Okay, let's do it after three seconds of. Bone Thugs and Harmony. It is time for your preacher creature feature of the week. Starring Preacher. The preacher of the bleachers wearing sneakers. That works, right? Mm-hmm. Good enough. How do we feel about this preacher show, Brent? You because Jack uh, Reacher, Jack Reacher. Hmm. How do we feel about preacher? Um, I'm torn. I'm I still kind very of torn. Like it? It's weird, but it's kind of not preacher at the same I time. I wish that they hadn't called it preacher. <laughs> I wish that they would have done whatever this show is with slightly different characters and called it guy in a church. Because I would absolutely love this show if it was just guy in a church. Mm. Who has some weird power, and they didn't try to because, like, what's the I point mean, of taking the characters of preacher and then not being the characters in preacher? But some of them are, you know. Cassidy is preacher. He Cassidy is the way that he is. Cassidy is book. Cassidy. Yes. You know? Tulip is not at all. Tulip is nothing like Tulip. Uh, you know, Jesse Custer, the preacher himself. He's not really. He kind of is. He's halfway. Yeah. Uh, Arseface. Arseface. Have they? Are, do they even call him Arseface on the nope. show? I haven't called him that a single time. Mm-hmm. I think his name's just going to be uh, what is it? You don't think at some point Cassidy's going to meet him and be like, Eugene. Ah, you got that face like an arse? Oh, he said that. Yeah. He said that in you the bar. You got a face like an arse? He's got a face like an arse. He did say that. Yeah. I mean, you know, but like, I, they're going to call him Eugene. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, Sheriff Root, he's yeah. pretty similar. But I don't know. I, there's just so much uh, going on. Odin Kin Caden, is that his name? Odin uh, Queen Caden, yeah. Yeah. He's pretty similar. Uh, when, when, when in the preacher show was that character, in the preacher comics, was that character forced to love God against his will? Because I don't remember <laughs> that at all. <laughs> well, hey, there are things that could have happened in preacher that we don't know. And why? Why does a uh, uh, Quinn Cannon? Why does he need all that land when he's just a meat a meat distributor? He wants it. He just he's wants rich. it he to wants want it. it. Yeah. Seems a little weird. I don't know. Like, okay, so yeah, the, yeah, the, you know, go ahead. In the last episode, we learned about the two angels, the guy, the beard guy, and the German scary guy mm-hmm. who uh, Cassidy cut up. It turns out they're immortal because they're angels, mm-hmm. and they're here trying to get the thing out of Jesse Custer's body. It the, goes in the, the coffee can, and that's fine. I'm good with all of that. They're trying to work out a deal with Cassidy, so he takes all their money and says, "I'm going to go get him," and then he ends up going to a brothel and just doing drugs and doing a lot of drugs. Yeah. Uh, at which point, uh, at the very beginning of the episode, we have a, a, a whole bunch of the uh, the prostitutes mm-hmm. being chased around by what it turns out to be paintball guns, and then one of them falls down a hole and dies. Yeah. And nobody really cares. And then when she gets pulled out, they're like, okay, here's the lesson, guys. Uh, watch where you're running. Watch where you're running. 
<laughs> okay. I think we're good. And guys, enough with the roughhousing. And Jackie Earl Haley's wonderful in that role. He's great. He's yeah. great. I really like him a lot. I just wish the show had more to do with what Preacher actually is. Yeah, I guess I'm settling into it. I know it's going to be not going to be exactly like the comic book. Uh, just like Walking Dead is not exactly like the comic book. But this is my whole point. Like, if they did a show and they called it, and you were a fan of the comics of Walking Dead, mm-hmm. and they called this show The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. and it took place and there were no zombies, and they just kind of work in a in a cubicle fa- farm, and Rick is actually the boss of the office, and uh, and Daryl Dixon's there, and uh, and he he's the mechanic who like fixes the air conditioner. But it's not that and, much different. And then. then and then Glenn is there, except Glenn is no longer an Asian dude. He's actually a woman now, who's nothing like Glenn, but still named Glenn. Oh, well, that's just... That's what Preacher is to me. That's just the plot of Doctor Strange now. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, But it's like they take the characters and change everything else about them. Well, I think they changed everything about Tulip, mostly. And I don't think the rest of them have changed that much. But they are doing many things now because they have to stay in Anvil, Texas for the entire first season. So they're all stuck doing a bunch of stuff they never did in the comics. And which takes them in directions and tangents they never would have done in the comics. That's fine, but they can't... Have all you know, they also have to be able to make it make sense as a show. You are correct. So, I guess in my brain, don't do the show, do a different show that's also weird and similar. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guy I in mean, a church, I get the I get the tulip criticism that you're giving me, but the rest of it, I think it's okay. It's just not exactly like the comic book, and it's, I think that's okay too. Because Walking Dead, look, people love Daryl Dixon, he's not in the comics, he's book. not in the comics at all. Yeah, that is correct. And there's room for those additions. The the lady who works with Jesse, who's the mom, mm-hmm. who uh, is apparently getting down with the mayor of the town, yeah. but doesn't actually want to be seen in public with him. Right. Uh, that is a totally new character mm-hmm. who doesn't exist in the comics. And I'm fine with her. Yeah. I don't think she exists. I mean, maybe she's there for like one panel. I mean, I guess we both need to go back and read Preacher because it's I've a read, lot of... You know. I, I read the first trade paperback like I a mean, month ago. I mean, you're probably reading like... Are you reading the edited versions? Because you're reading later versions of it. I'm reading the actual the original comics. No, I am reading the original versions. How dare well, you? Well, you're welcome. I loaned them to you. Uh, you Thank did you. not. Thank you very much. I introduced you to these comics. Ray, come on. I already read a statement for you. You don't have to make up lies. Oh, my goodness but I don't know. Like I, 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 the directions that preacher is going in are interesting. On World Refugee Day, you're going to lie to me, Ray. Thank you. I will absolutely not be lying to you on World Refugee Day. Okay. Where is this show going? What are they going to do? Does this end with him nuking I, the church and leaving Anvil? I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know where. It's, but I guess I'm. Just, I'm. I am excited to watch it. It's interesting. The third episode I wasn't really into, but then the fourth episode they kind of brought me back on board, and I'm okay with it. The third episode, you're right, I wasn't into. Uh, we we just watched the fourth episode right before mm-hmm. we started recording, and I, it just didn't hit me. Didn't hit yeah. me like it did you. Well, I didn't say it was the greatest thing ever. I just said it was. I'm kind of more interested in it now. I'm sort of just kind of waiting for something to happen. I want to see what happens now that that phone has rung from yeah. heaven and see who's who's who they're in trouble with. I'm I'm curious what's going to happen when they actually start establishing some plot. I think is what's mm-hmm. going on. It's all been character set up. It's and been a location lot of set up. Yeah. They're, they're setting up all this stuff, but there's no overarching plot yet. There's no stakes. Mm-hmm. It's just people doing stuff. Yeah, Jesse, oh, uh, you're going to try. It's like little mini missions on yeah. uh, Fallout. Oh, get more people to your church. Okay, I'll do this. Okay, you, uh, you know, chase the hookers through the whatever, through the field and have one of them fall in a hole. Okay, we'll we do that. We did that. It didn't really serve a purpose okay. other than to establish more background character right. stuff. Yeah. We now have a good idea who these characters are. Let's let's Tulip, you let's keep convincing Jess, Jesse to do a big, a big job with you, even though he doesn't want to. Yeah. yeah. And then she kidnapped him with the gas. I mean, that was just weird. It's weird. It didn't even make sense. It didn't. Not even at any level. No. And he didn't even notice that the chain wasn't even attached to anything? No. 
Yeah. Why was she wearing the like? I didn't get that. Like that, she committed a crime right there. Uh, <laughs> like it's almost like these aren't great people. Yes, but she committed a crime in being like, I'm wacky. I sometimes needle you in the neck, kidnap you after drugging you, chain you into a scary room and wear a mask and come in on you. Aren't I just the wack? She's like to a manic pixie dream yeah, girl. Yeah, seem like weird. Like she's, they're just trying to prove a point, and then they're like, oh, you're not even tied up. You didn't notice. Why would I have noticed? You drugged me, and yeah. I, I'm still waking up from the, you know, drugs you forced into my system. Lightweight. Seriously. Come on, Jesse. Man up. Man up. Passes out after drinking the stuff out of the air conditioning unit. Right. Although that fight in the church with the chainsaw was great. Yeah. I did well, like that a lot. And you said that for sure now, your wife's not going to want to watch this anymore. Um, I don't know. We'll see. After episode she's three, out, we'll right? see if she's out. I mean, you said she was going to be out after two. I thought she was. And I thought she'd probably like I it. I think she was going to be out after two until I said you're out after two, right? And she goes, no, three. I'm in for three. Got to make sure she listens to this episode this week. She doesn't listen to the episode. So that's how I can be safe. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Uh, anyway, Game of Thrones. Let's talk about the show we appreciated a lot more. Mm-hmm. Episode nine. The episode when, as we all know. Arya excited? The poop goes down. Arya excited that she was not in this episode? Yes. What? I'm done with I that kept, story I keep going. I kept going like, oh, cool. There's only two minutes left. Guess we got to see Arya. Oh, credits. Oh, yeah. That's what. During the uh, the Ramsey Bolton tied up in the dog kennel scene, you're like, I hope Arya shows up. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so, yeah, a wonderful episode. We got the first half and then the second half. And the first half consists of Daenerys Targaryen taking back control of Marine. Her dragons start nuking ships until they surrender. Yeah. The Unsullied dude, like, kills two of the three main slavers. Oh, the main slavers come up and said, well, uh, we're here to uh, negotiate the surrender. And she's like, yeah, I understand that. Oh, you mean your surrender? No, I meant your surrender. Oh, spoiler alert, dragon. Yeah. I'm about to hop in this dragon. I mean, they're all like, insulting her and being like, you'll be left out of town. Beggar queen. Knees, like the beggar queen you are. And she's like, all right, all right, cool, cool. Dragon. <laughs> I mean, they know she's and the mother of dragons. how lame those two guys said, okay, one of you has to die. Three masters, one of you has to die, and they're both like, that guy, he's not one of us. You know what? In. Well, to be fair, if two of them are like kind of down and the third guy is there, mm-hmm. we're going to pick the third guy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Just saying. It's true. And then, uh, they, end up, then they end up being the ones that get killed. But then the two, but she lied, though. She said one of you has to die, and then she killed the second one. Is it just one of them had one to of die? One has to. The other and one the other was for one fun. just for fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure I got that clear. So uh, that scene with it when she when the guys get knifed and the dragon just starts wailing on the boats and, then and everything. She gets on the dragon and just like lets loose. She says Dracar oh. Noir. She says Dracar Noir. Noir. And then they just start spraying Dracar Noir all over the ships. To be fair though, those boats have never smelled better. They smell delicious. Oh, the toilet. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I in the nineties, I was a big fan of Dracar Noir. I was too. I would probably still wear it now. Do people still wear it now? Probably not. You know what? Uh, I used to be a fan of polo. Okay, Polo, sure. And Dracar Noir. My grandmother used to get me Stetson uh, for the holidays. That you remember was the, the old Stetson. people stuff, yeah. Yeah. The musk. And you had does to put anybody, it Does anybody still wear a musk smell? Oh, yes. Yeah? <laughs> Here's the deal. I deal I deal with the people, Brent. It just sounds like... I'm happy when they're wearing anything. Just the word sounds gross. You want some musk? No. <laughs> it can, Whatever that is, I don't want it. It can get gamey out there. Yeah. As long as you're wearing... As long as you're trying, you're generally doing okay. It sounds like it's part of a muskrat, and I don't want that. Musk is just a bad word. You say musk, doesn't like you, the back of your throat start like? Oh, yeah. Oh. A, yep. Sounds like something that's like growing in the corner of your room. Man, what's that smell? Is it musk? It's that's little, never a good statement. It's a little musky in here. Yeah. Siberian musky dogs. Musky they don't tears. smell good at all. You guys want to watch the musketeers? No, not no. even a little bit. 
Not even if there's three musketeers. You guys don't eat a three musketeers? No, not even a candy bar. I'd rather have a Milky Way. Yeah. No regrets. That's I'd what rather, I'm saying. I, that's right. I'd rather have a uh, Buckeye. Okay, well, now you're gone with too far. With a peanut in it. Now you've gone too far. Oh, with a peanut in it. Yeah. Now we're talking. There you go. So uh, da- Daenerys is taking care of business. She's now got all the ships she needs. Oh, and then Shh. also, you know, on her plot line, the uh, Iron Islands. People oh, that's right. Up. Theon Greyjoy and yeah. his sister, yeah, his sister. Um, showed up, and then they're just like, we pledge our servitude to you. We pledge you our navy. Yeah. They brought like a hundred boats. They're like, help us take out our uncle, restore us to the throne. And Daenerys is like, well, why? how do I know you even support me after that? Once I give you what you want. And they're like, because literally, that's all we want. Yeah. Like, we well, get that. Like, we happy. Doesn't your uncle have a bunch of more boats? Yeah, but he also wants to give you something else. His His whiner. His awooga. Awooga. Yeah. His awooga. Daenerys is like smiling at She's like, yeah, well, her and Seth MacFarlane. Am I right, everybody? Yeah. Because they dated. Amelia wow. Clark and Seth MacFarlane yeah. dated for like six months. So I, f- I feel like Daenerys is finally next season, right? Daenerys is finally coming. Well, she has to. Well, maybe two it seasons from last... now. No, the... there's only one more season, I heard. I thought that, uh, did they say it was the final season? I thought, I thought they, they just said it was a shorter season. I thought they said there was one more season. Maybe it's two more shorter they seasons. they said seven more episodes in next season as opposed to ten. So I assume they're going to do more than one season. Okay. Uh, I thought I think the next season is her like getting to mainland, and then the last season is uh, uh, her going for the throne. Okay, so let's get to the great part. Yeah, let's get to the part where Jon Snow is the worst tactician in the history of the battlefield. Yeah, uh, literally, Sansa says, "Don't do what he expects you to do." He expects you to if he does A, he expects you to do B. Whatever you are about to do, just do the opposite. That's how you're going to beat him. So uh, Rick and Stark. Immediately, I turned to my wife, Melissa, and I'm like, as soon as what he's going to do is he's going to release him, and he's going to gun him down with an arrow in front of everybody, guaranteed. And what happens? Jon Snow rushes into no man's land by himself like a dummy. Yeah, here's here's what happens. They're like, okay, guys, we're going to let them rush in. We're going to let them rush in. We're not going to rush in. We're going to let them rush in. I don't care what kind of tactics they have. This is what our plan depends on. Yes. We then, have to have them on our terms. And then we see Recon running down, being shot at by arrows, and all of a sudden Jon Snow goes, Leroy That's 100% correct. <laughs> and how about bad job, Recon Re- Stark? You got to run in a zigzag pattern. Am I wrong? Thank you. You, gotta, you can't just run in a straight line. He'll, he's a great master bowsmith. And he'll he was pick just, you off. And he was just toying with him. Oh, yeah. Did you see the first two? He's like not even trying. He's like, up, up. Oh, he's not even looking. He, does he have the smarmiest face of anyone he has, alive? He has the most punchable face easily more, since Joffrey. More than Joffrey, right, though? More than Joffrey, yeah. Because yeah. uh, 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 he had, well, I don't know, because uh, 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 Ramsey had to at least, he had to earn everything he got. I guess, but. Joffrey guess, was handed everything. Joffrey, there's something in Ramsey Bolton's face where he just looks more punchable than Joffrey. Uh, he is definitely a very punchable face. I, I hope this actor gets uh, uh, many, many roles. He should be in the Marvel Universe doing something, right? Right. He should be something in there, because he's great. Could have been Loki. Bring him in as a Batman villain. Loki's little brother. As a Batman villain? Bring him in as uh, oh, yeah. uh, uh, the Riddler? Mm-hmm. Maybe not the Riddler. Not the Riddler, but... The Clock King? The Questionnaire? The questionnaire. The que- that could be a different guy. It's like the Riddler, isn't- Riddler, but it's not a riddle, it's a question. Well, there's the Puzzler. That's a thing. Puzzler, yeah. Calendar Man? Calendar Man. Put him in as Calendar Man. I don't even know. We're going off track. Uh, but okay, so the battle happens, and Jon Snow absolutely Victor just Zaz. is a dummy. He'd be great as Victor Zaz. Thank you. 
Uh, he, uh, John Snow, like a dummy, runs into No Man's Land, realizes all the archers about to shoot at him, so he's just like, double down, mm-hmm. charge forward. That scene where he's standing Doing there... Doing exactly he, what Ramsey Bolden wanted he, him to he, do. He takes off the belt, and he hooks up his two-handed sword as all the cavalry's coming in on him. Did you get a little a little chub in the pants? Because I was just like, this is awesome. Uh, I thought Jon Snow was going to I die right there. I was more just irritated with him for like. Oh, I was pissed at him. Yeah. yeah. But I was just like, he's dying right now. Did you not think he was going to die right and there? And then the rest of the guys like, ah, Leroy, come on. <laughs> God All right. dang it, Everybody Leroy. else go in. Leroy. To which point, did you see when Jon Snow turns his back after the cavalry catches up with him and goes, at least I'm not chicken. Yeah, at least I ain't chicken, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> so the fight happens, and Ramsey Bolton just absolutely schools, schools Jon Snow's army on the tack mm-hmm. to the side. And uh, they got the, they circle him with the shields, like the well, old first Roman of all, they style. have the numbers, and then they get him stuck in the middle. I mean. And then they have the horses wailing on the dudes with no horses. And then they just, like, circle them all up, and they use the pile of dead, giant pile of dead bodies as a wall. Yeah. And they just force them into the circle. Just, they're just, like, piling them up on top of each other. And Jon John Snow is just, like. Stuck under all these dead bodies. He can't even breathe. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I just choked myself, and then when I went to go take a breath, it was Lunafart. Oh, wow. It's just like, no, gagging. Yeah. Woo. Um, so Jon Snow, Jon Snow, Tormund, the giant, all of them, 100% deserve to die here. If it wasn't for Sansa sending a secret well, letter deserve, to Littlefinger. They didn't deserve to. Well, they deserved Jon it. Jon Snow forced, they should have because of what Jon Snow did. Yes. Jon Snow, bad general, great fighter. Bad general. Mm-hmm. Let Sansa run this army, dog. Thank you. But, you know, because Sansa did that thing that Jon Snow was even telling her to do, she writes a secret letter to Littlefinger, and then we're all just waiting the whole time, like, Littlefinger's army is showing up with their horses, and they're going to wail. And the shot of the horses going through the shield wall from the side uh, and just bowling everybody yeah. over yeah. was hot. Yeah, that was that whole cool. battle was hot. Yep. So then how do we feel about what happened to Ramsey Bolton? Unfair? <laughs> Nothing that happens to Ramsey Bolton <laughs> is unfair. What? It's outrageous. I loved how he was just incredulous. They will never eat me. You they haven't will fed never them for attack a, me. a literal week. Huh, you make a good point. They might not be happy about that. When that I dog, do sm- I do smell like tartar, and he is right covered now. in blood. I smell like tartar right tartar, now. Tartar. Oof. <laughs> uh, and then when that dog bit him in the face, <laughs> did you did you howl with joy? I just went ah! I shouted many words into my hand yes. because I was being way too loud. Right. It was wonderful. Ramsey Bolton got exactly what he had coming. Now, who's the really, really bad guy on the show now, though? I think we're getting to the point, though, and this is where the point, it's going to be Shades of Grey. It's going to be a WrestleMania six, Hulk Hogan versus uh, uh, the Ultimate Warrior. It's going to be a very weak king on the throne. Know, Hulk Hogan all the way, dude. Yeah, well, uh, it's going to be Jonathan Price and the really weak king. They're going to get toppled over by Cersei somehow, which is going to leave a big void. And this is when uh, uh, the Bolton or the, the Starks from the north come down to take the throne, and Daenerys from the east comes to take the throne, and it's going to be Starks versus the, the da- Daenerys team. Winner gets the throne. Who you got? It's going to be face versus face, good guy hero versus good guy hero for the final season, and it's going to be a battle of who wins. Well, the weird thing is everybody kind of this whole time, I think, has been cheering for Daenerys but they're also and the Starks. For Jon Snow and, and the, the Starks. Starks. They're the heroes of so the show. So who is, you know... Who wins? Who wins, or does one of them... I don't know. Do does Jon Snow marry Daenerys Targaryen and they rule together? Ooh. There's your real ending. That would be. Let's have, let's get Nora Roberts on that immediately. In and then Nora. Tyrion Lannister is the hand of the king. That's right. Everybody wins. Mm-hmm. Now who's the rest of the king? 
Uh, Jamie Lannister. Thank you. Because he can't be the hand. Just, oh. One more episode to go this season. It's time to set up for next season. Is a, a, Episode 10 is always the reset the board episode. Mm-hmm. It's the one you watch before the new season starts. It's going to set. It's gonna lay the tracks for all the storylines of next season. And I, for one, can't wait because I love this show so much. Yeah. It's pretty great. But uh, in any case, that's going to do it. We'll be right back to wrap up the show after three seconds of. Drew Carey. Thank you. And welcome to Whose Line Is It Anyway, the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. And that's the show! It is. I got excited. Brent, it is 109 degrees. Our show is over for today, you guys. Thanks, Droopy Dog. Not a very good Droopy Dog. No. And uh, your dog, Luna. Our show is over. This just shows you, like, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. You bring Luna into the studio where it's slightly air conditioned, Mm -hmm. so she wouldn't have to be out in this 109 degree weather in Los Angeles today. And releases the most noxious gas. Luna had the biggest, either, she must have cracked a little. Almost as bad as. One of your farts. Oh, no. Mine are awful, but, you know, I'm immune to mine. This Luna one really choked me up during the last segment. It it hit me hard. I almost threw up on the floor. (laughs) Uh, Well, here, look at these pictures of my uh, finger. I don't need to see that. That's horrifying. Uh, Have we we had any reaction to your uh, your statement on Facebook yet? Oh, let me check. Can we just check that really quick? Uh, Someone said, oh, you got hacked by a hater. Well, that's shocking. Someone said, what bet did you lose? And someone said, heat stroke? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is very hot out there. You could it lose is. your mind. Did anybody else post anything? Well, just you. Oh, I posted something. Yeah. <laughs> That's outrageous. That's outrageous. <laughs> oh, I love me some statement bets. I think the statement bets should take the form of Facebook status updates from this point forward. That's fine. I think that seems fair. It is, yeah, whatever. I'll leave I'm it up it. for a good day. I'm into it. You got to leave it up forever. What are you talking about? That's it. In perpetuity. I'm going to have to come up with a new Facebook profile if I want to put other stuff. That's it. Lock it. <laughs> Lock it down. Nothing more to this account. Thank you. Uh, in any case, you have finished this episode of Raisin, Raisin Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And that was terrible. That was a very bad outro by me. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, we have contact information. Course. You can hit us up on Facebook. Seems like a normal one to me. Yeah, thank you. Facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast. You can always uh, hit me up individually on Twitter. I am at Almighty Ray. I'm at Scoops Pope. And we're both being followed by Sports Radio 105.1 from Detroit. How about that? Yeah. Probably just liking us, so we'll like them back, and then they unlike us right afterwards, right? That's okay, because I have the Find Unfollow app, and I'll see it, and then I'll unfollow you too, sucker. Yeah, take that, 105.1 radio. Unless you'd like us to come and be a show on your radio network, we'd probably do that. Just saying. Um, we got people we want to thank this week, Brent. First off, we have to thank Luna for joining us. Luna, Luna. very special guest in the studio. Thank you very much. Luna the farty dog. Thanks for farting. Thanks for farting. Uh, we have to thank uh, David Knoll, the intrepid producer of the show. Dino. Thank you, Dino. We got to thank Greg Lopez. Yep. Always that just, jingle, just, though. Just in general. The jingle we don't use, but we, know, we still have it, and I think I'd like to thank Greg Lopez for that. Probably should thank Jordan Monsell, the artist. Monsell me some art. Monsell me some art. Go to jordanmonsell.com or Silhouettes by Jordan on Facebook. Buy you some art. He's very talented. He deserves all the monies that you can give him. Mm-hmm. Probably got to thank the train wrecks. Got to thank the train wrecks. Got to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. Got to. Pretty great band. Like those guys. Probably should go see him in concert again. Nah. I would. Yeah, you would. I don't know them. Yeah, but that's why you got to come with me so you can know them. Okay. Victory. Anybody else you want to thank, Brent? Uh, I want to thank the doctors for putting my finger back together. Hey, let's hear it for Modern yeah. Medicine, everybody. Good night. See ya. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. Chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in
what you wanted. 